Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. All right, welcome back, you guys. My name is Makita. I am your host, and I just want to thank you for sharing your time, your space, and your energy with me today. Today, I am so excited to have with me Amber and Taylor of Wear RVA. There's something powerful about when fashion community and dreams collide. What happens is we have inspiration, we have empowerment, and we have a community filled with individuals really making a change and giving back. So Amber and Taylor, welcome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're excited to be here. Yes. Now I know where where RVA is all about, you know, giving back the to the community, empowering young women. But can you tell us, like, how did you two both end up collaborating and the story behind Where RBA? It's a good story. <laughs> Taylor tells the best. I think she has it down pat. <laughs> I'll tell the how we met. And um, yeah, so we met in actually December of 2017. We went to a networking group and uh, within a few short minutes of meeting each other, we had shared, you know, our backgrounds and what we do professionally. And Amber's background is in photographer, uh, photography, um, specializing in senior portraits. And mine is in retail and fashion. Um, So Amber, in a very short amount of time, shared this passion she had for starting a a true fashion show, a full production show, as we call it, with the runway, the lights, the glam, all of it, Um, but doing something that empowered young women in our community and also adding that charity aspect. Um, So funny enough, we met at a happy hour, uh, exchanged information. About a month later, we reconnected and she said, were you serious about you know, getting involved with this. And I said, sure, why not? Um, You know, we don't have enough on our plates. Let's add something else. So uh, funny enough, our first show was four months out from that. So we kind of, yeah, we pulled together our kind of group of networking, um, local boutiques, the small businesses that we called on as sponsors. And our first show was sold out to 200 people. um, And we were able to raise $5,000 for uh, the Network of Enterprising Women's Scholarship Fund. And from there, we have just grown. Our last show was in 2019. No thank you to COVID. But um, we were able to raise $10,000 that year. And we were sold out to over 300 people. So we have been able to elevate and grow every year, which we're really proud of. That's amazing. And I just love the way that y'all connected. You never know who you're going to meet when you do those networking things. And I just love that, you know, it seems like when y'all met, you had this great chemistry and you both aligned in the same passion. But tell us a little bit about um, the, the charity that you have that specialize that some of the proceeds are going back to that charity, correct? Yeah, so we are obviously where our VA is its own 501c3 as well. Like we're fully incorporated, but we give our money to another <laughs> charity, which is the Network of Enterprising Women. They are a Richmond area networking um, group for women as well. I had already been a member of New. And so, kind of when Taylor and I were putting together the show and we knew we wanted it to go to scholarships, you know. 
it just made sense to give our money to another charity that already had all of that in place. So they already had in place, um, you know, how you apply for the scholarships, the scholarship board, you know, how they went through all of that. And Taylor and I didn't want to deal with that aspect of it. And the other portion is I didn't really want to worry about that because I photograph high school senior girls and I didn't want there ever to be any improprieties or, you know, to, to ever make it look like I was like choosing girls to give money to because I've worked with them or I know them. So getting it completely out of our hands into another group that we trust and already have been, been giving away money in this way just totally made sense to us. That did. And you're right. It, it's a lot of work going into setting up the, the scholarships, but <laughs> partnering with someone that already has it and having that partnership is also a great way of networking and reaching for um, more young youth as well. And I love that because as a young girl myself, I remember putting on my mom's heel and heels and strutting down my fake runway. (laughs) We all do. I think we all have that sense of wanting to play dress up and whether that takes you somewhere else and it kind of allows you to be somebody else, maybe you're not for the time being or to play pretend and have fun. Um, Fashion is a way of self-expression. And I think Amber speaks to that best. Um, She says, we all have to wear clothes. Um, You know, we we're all going to get dressed in something, some form of something or another that day. Um, So really, you know, it all comes back to self-expression and just being able to be your authentic self. Um, But also, you know, clothing is such a statement of who you are and who you want to be portrayed as. Um, So I think it's really fascinating. And I think especially as we're moving into such a body positive um, sort of world, I would like to think, I think, you know, we're leaning into something where we're allowing for diversity, um, whereas opposed to we always had those double zero models kind of thing. Um, it's more inclusive now and that's fabulous and that's what we want. And so again, like fashion's for everybody, but I think it really is important that even these young girls or especially these young girls know that they can portray themselves however they want to be, be expressing, you know, expressive with it. Um, but yeah, I think it's just such an important role, especially at their age. It is. And, you know, I, I love the fact that you said that um, fashion is changing because it is, and it's, and it's more expressive, I think, than ever before, because young kids today are really taking it to the next level of showing us everything that we can do with fashion. I know that for me, deciding what I want to wear says so much about who I want to be portrayed as. And it says how I'm feeling that day while I'm feeling bold and beautiful or I'm tired and I'm throwing on my sweatpants and a (laughs) (laughs) t-shirt. But it says so much. It makes a statement and it makes us feel powerful. Um, What has your relationship, Taylor, been like? I know you created your own clothing line. So what has your relationship been like um, throughout your life when it comes to fashion? So from a very young age, my grandparents still hold it to me that I always wanted a pretty dress. I had to have <laughs> all the dresses and they've held on to all those things. So now I have a little boy and another little boy on the way. So funny enough, I have not been able to fill those shoes yet of having all these almost 30 year old dresses now that um, they have saved for me, but it started at a very young age. And I think just playing dress up, but having, um, a firm idea of even at that age, what I wanted to wear, you know, and that has carried me 
sort of through life. I um, went to VCU, graduated with a fashion merchandising degree, um, had a brief stint in New York working in fashion before I realized that I really wanted my own business. And it made most sense to come home and sort of focus on that, um, if nothing else, for being able to afford to do so and to put some money into my business. Um, So yeah, I moved home after New York and I started Taylor, um, T-A-I-L-O-R. It was a play on sort of my name and clothing. Um, And so that was a brand that I had for six years. I sadly had to recently hang up my hat. Um, It just didn't make sense for me anymore. And I wanted to explore new avenues um, outside of having a retail business. Um, But yeah, that's sort of been my journey with fashion. And I knew from a young age that I had a passion and a wanting like a desire to do more with that. But I think I also had an idea that I needed to do something that I was going to be successful at. And I had this idea like I had to be a doctor, a lawyer, a dentist, a this and that, the other. And then I took a step back and was like, I can do that with fashion, though, just because it feels like it's not the the career path that, you know, mom and dad would choose for you necessarily doesn't mean that I can't be successful at it. Um, so yeah, I think my passion for fashion, so to speak, goes way back to a very young age. Um, and it's still very relevant to who I am today. Yes, I think I wish I could do something as creative as make something as, you know, clothing. I'm not that, um, I can't sew at all. (laughs) (laughs) And I just, I feel like, um, you know, clothing is so creative, is such an expression. And so is photography. When you talk about capturing moments that make people feel empowered and beautiful, you know, speaking to you, Amber, have you always loved photography? Is that something that, you know, you've just, you picked up the camera and loved it? Or how did you transition into that? I definitely 100% is funny. I learned photography from my dad. My dad was, you know, an amateur photographer and So I always picked up his camera on vacations. You know, it was just one of those things. And my dad um, shot, of course, I'm aging myself now, but (laughs) slide film. So I would, you know, help him to develop slide film in the bathtub kind of like thing when I was a kid. Then, I mean, like moving forward, I had kids really young, but when I, you know, started having kids, I really wanted to photograph my kids. Then that just came into like friends knew I took good pictures. They're like, oh, Amber takes good pictures. She can take pictures of us. And then that went into, um, I don't know, like I like local vocational classes, right? They have happened to offer like a photography program. And I'm like, well, that would be fun just to do like at night, like on the side. And like, that was my first foray into really like, really like learning. And so I took the class from the same guy like three times in a row. And then he hired me as um, kind of like an assistant. I was like back in film days and aging myself here. So we're like loading film. He taught me how to shoot weddings. I did a lot of moving during this period. I moved to Hawaii and I actually started my own business in photography there, but I did mostly like weddings, families, that kind of thing. Moved to Virginia um, where I actually finished my uh, bachelor of fine arts in photography. So I just went the full school route. I just wanted to like get every little bit of information I could um, on it. And I shot weddings primarily for about 15 years. When I moved to Richmond, I decided I'd had enough of the wedding business. Um, but I wanted to be really creative and not like stifled by brides, I guess. <laughs> um, and that's when I went full force just into high school seniors. So, I mean, I do shoot other things now. I shoot a lot of things for Taylor. We do a lot of projects together and, you know, in other people too. But, um, you know, the bread and butter of my business is high school seniors. 
They're fun. And girls too. Like they want to have their picture taken. They'll do anything I ask them in front of the camera. Um, they'll even like let, they'll be like, I don't think I look good. And I'm like, girl, I would not do you wrong. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm not going to show you looking dumb in a picture. Um, but I've also noticed obviously through photographing women of all ages, but specifically teenagers, like they can be a double zero, but the way they feel about themselves is crazy. They're like, I look fat in this. I look pregnant in this. I'm like, you could gain 50 pounds and not be, you know what I mean? And not do that. So that was kind of like my push towards the show too. And really wanting, you know, to girls just to, even if it's for two hours in an evening, right. To feel like a damn rock star, just to like get up, shine bright um, for the whole world to see, or at least 600 people, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and their parents, but you know, just to feel like really, really good about themselves and it's interesting um, when a girl that I had worked with for about a year, you know, shooting pictures for her on our, this was for our very first show. We were doing our model practice upstairs and she kind of pulled me aside. She's like, Amber, I, can't, I don't think I can do this. I'm like, girlfriend, we are practicing right now. You can do anything. And by the way, like I just say like, not that it matters. I think everybody's gorgeous, but like there, this girl, like there's no way, right? Like, <laughs> like I'm like, girl, you can do it. Um, and she's like, okay. And I'm like, seriously, just, you know, get it together, go out there, feel good about yourself. And if you don't fake it until you make it right, like just do it. And then the night of the show, like watching her walk and like seeing where she had come like full circle from like point A to point B, like I cry every show. Like I sit out there and I watch all the girls and I see how they come in for the fittings and they're all shy and kind of like mousy. And they, you know, they don't say too much. And they're trying clothes on and they're like, I don't think I like this. And everybody's like, you look amazing. And again, seeing them shine on that runway. It's like, a, it's a mama moment. Yeah. <laughs> it is. And it's an empowerment, you know, moment for them to really right. step into not only just that moment and the possibilities, but what else could happen? You know, the idea that this is just the beginning for them and right. knowing that if they can do this, they can do anything. Right. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. So I, I really, I really love, you know, what y'all doing, what y'all are inspiring these young girls that may not have ever thought they could, you know, walk a, a runway or, you know, wear, you know, heels. I, I know some of them may be wearing some heels for the first time or, you know, stepping yeah, out yeah. on that runway, but just having the confidence to know that they can by having the support system that, you know, really, you know, supports them truly a hundred percent. So as y'all are moving forward and getting ready, because like, we are like days literally Day. away. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about all the things that are leading up, leading up to this. I know y'all are doing a sip and shop as well. I think that's one thing we're not doing this year. We have done that in previous years. We were thinking about doing it this year and we were a little worried about all of the things. Yes. We didn't want to bite <laughs> off more than we could chew having sort of our comeback um, to the runway and stuff. And, you know, things are still a bit touch and go just with protocols. And we didn't want to uh, have too many events planned and then have to pull the plug on things. So we have in the past done a sip and shop, which was a great success. It was a whole lot of fun. We had some of our other like sponsored vendors come in and join us. 
Um, so that's a really good time and something we definitely want to do again in the future. Um, but like you said, we're days away from our event today. We had our mandatory model meeting or fitting and practice. So we actually fitted, um, 45 models today in our space. We had 14 boutiques, um, their brands, accessories, um, from all over Richmond. And yeah, we've, we've, everybody's been fitted four or five times. They're all going to get a chance to walk um, multiple times this year, which is really exciting for us. We kind of went with a smaller number so that we could have these girls really get the full runway experience. In the past, we've had up to 80 models, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, so yeah, we had a really great time. They got to practice their walking this morning. So that's a whole nother, again, like boost of confidence for them to feel comfortable for the day of. Um, but yes, our event is this Thursday. So it's April 28th at 7 PM at the Dewey Gottwald center at the science museum of Virginia. Um, VIPs will get early entry at 5 30 doors open at 6 PM for general admission. And we are pulling out all the stops this year. So we feel like this is the full production, true <laughs> runway show. Our past venues have not allowed us to really have a elevated runway or elevated catwalk. So we're really excited about that. Our catwalk is 64 feet this year and then 40 feet across with the T at the end. So it it's is big. it is big. These girls are going to be out there <laughs> doing their thing. They're going to get their steps in. Um, so yeah, we're really excited. We've got um, probably our biggest uh, turnout yet. So yeah. again, like we're a little touch and go at first for how is this going to be attended? Um, are people comfortable getting back out into, into things and attending events? Um, and so far the response has been really great. So we are hoping for another sold out show. I believe we have less than 50 tickets available um, and they tend to go quickly at the end, you know, as people are making plans for the week and things like that. So we're really excited, but it is, it is crunch time. <laughs> yeah. So that's a warning to the last minute shoppers uh, to go ahead yeah. and get tickets. Do not wait to the day of, because it could be sold out. Right. And I'm one of those procrastinating uh, people. So don't be <laughs> like me. <laughs> We're all guilty of it. We are, we definitely, definitely are. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about the whole experience. Um, of what y'all are bringing and how y'all are teaming up with other individuals. I know one of the people uh, is uh, Glitter and Lace, which um, <laughs> I was really excited to see that because um, that they're the boutique that I went to. I took my daughter to um, do her um, prom ground fitting and she found oh. the dress of her dreams. Oh, and <laughs> It was it was beautiful. And I would just say, you know, the whole experience from the time we walked in the door to the time that we left, uh, it was magical. It was one of those moments that she had never been to a boutique to get addressed and just having someone make her feel special, which is right. I feel like that's what the show is about. Taking these young girls and making them feel like they're special in this moment but also doing something for the community as well as being able to give back, I think is huge. hundred percent. Right. Yes. Yeah, it's about the experience, you know, it is, it's, it's all about the experience and, and the youth. There's so many opportunities for them to, to grow and just cultivate a new experience. Now through all of this, um, for you guys, um, what has been some of your the biggest challenges so far? Oh, well, good question. <laughs> we like to laugh because our we said, especially leading into this year, what we thought were going to be the challenges up front 
weren't really a concern as time went on and we were faced with different challenges. Um, so we kind of been laughing about that, about like, you, you're never like too prepared or you never quite know what's going to happen. Um, so I think this year really, it's just been, we joke a little bit that people are different or, you know, things are different after COVID, um, and that people are still easing into things, but we have also found that funny enough, people are hesitant to commit to things or like correspondence is different these days. So I think naturally, even people we used to reach out to and say like, Hey, you're in for the show, right? It's like cricket, cricket. And it's just funny how we're faced with different challenges this year. Um, I think also what else? I mean, in the beginning, I mean, I think we're talking beginning versus now, but I think for both Taylor and I, like the no's were really hard at first because we do some pretty big asks, right? We're like, hey, do you want to give us a lot of money to come (laughs) to get some tickets, right? Like it's more than that, obviously, but you know, our sponsor levels are 500 to $10,000, you know, so we're more sending that to potential businesses and we're trying to like sell ourselves and, you know, sell our show conceptually and everything else. I mean, it's a pretty big ask, yeah. like trust us with your money to put on a show and then, you know, we'll give money to someplace else. So I think it hard that at first the no's were really hard. Like we, I swear we text each other more than anything else in the, anybody else in this world, our own husbands. Um, I'm like, okay, we'll talk in five minutes again. Right. Yeah. But I'll be like, oh man, so-and-so said no. And then Taylor will be like, so-and-so said no. And then we'll be like, yes, like somebody said yes. So I think at first getting the no's was really hard. Like, okay, get yourself up, do another ask. The no's aren't nearly, I mean, they're honestly expected now. I think we're both like, okay, so-and-so said no, but tomorrow will be better. Something else will come up. I think it's easier to put myself out there now. And I think as us, it's like easier to like really talk since we have a few of these behind our, under our belt, right. To like, know that we've built something that, that we can see the value in. And so many other people can see the value in it too, that the no's aren't near, you know, nearly as hard anymore. Frustrating, but not as You don't hard. take them personally yes, anymore. Maybe that's a good way to put it. <laughs> we've grown thicker skin, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think there's so many challenges when you're putting on a full production event. Um, I joke, you know, people are like, oh, you've got that fashion show thing this week. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, but it's like bigger than putting on a wedding because there's so many moving parts aside from, you know, the making sure the caterers there, the, this and that, and the others kind of there, we are responsible for minors, um, when they are with us. So all of our models being that they're high school students, and then you have parents to worry about, you know, you want their parents to feel comfortable that they're in good hands. We have their best interest, that kind of thing. There's so many facets of our show and um, so many different things to come at and approach in different ways and having to be mindful of certain things. Um, So yeah, we're, (laughs) we're never short on things to do um, or, you know, concerns that we may have and ideas either. We have, we're, we're big dreamers, but we have um, oftentimes we have to <laughs> sort of swallow what we can actually budget and account for versus what we would like to do or like to put on as a show. So um, yeah, it's, it's been interesting, but it's, it's great how we've evolved from the beginning to now. So we're really proud of that. And you should be proud of that because you're right. There's a lot of um, moving pieces. And I would say for anyone that's listening, if you are thinking of, if you are a big dreamer and you dream big, don't be afraid to get some no's to get some yeses. 
you know, they, will come. they will definitely come. Now, I do have uh, a question um, for both of you. Um, because of everything that, you know, that you give of yourself to put on this amazing um, production, how would you define what it means to to show up and to live unapologetically? Because I feel like that's what you're doing. You're teaching young girls how to show up and just live unapologetically as themselves. So how do you do that yourself and how do you define it? That's a very deep, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> that's a good, good question. I mean, sometimes I question that in myself. I'll be, I'll be honest, right? Like, am I giving into the status quo because this is what I'm supposed to do? Um, am I just running my business? Cause that's the way the other senior reporter, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, I think it's, I think I've accepted myself and Taylor's heard me say this like 5 million times. <laughs> Maybe a lot of people don't like me. I'm myself, <laughs> you know, like I come, I come to the table as who I am and, you know, try to give as much as I can, but like understand that not everyone is going to like me. Not everyone is going to hire me. Not everyone is going to want to be a part of this thing that we've, you know, we've created together. And I think that's how I'm living unapologetically, right? Like just doing the things that like, if Taylor and I want to put on the show, guess what? We're going to put on the show, right? Like we're going to make it happen. Um, So just, listening to like my own heart, even when my head gets in the way and vice versa, right? Sometimes you got to listen to the head when the heart (laughs) wants to do something else. (laughs) Like when I want a really, really cool backdrop for the runway, but it's going to be like $10,000 for like, maybe not that, (laughs) maybe not this year. No, I think that that's a great way to put it um, is, you know, one, I think you have to stop with the comparisons. And like Amber said, is that you can't be what everybody wants you to be because everybody is different. Everybody has a different perspective. Um, everyone is unique in that way. So I think if you're trying to please everybody, you're doing something wrong because you're giving up a piece of yourself in that process. Um, and I won't lie, like we have learned so much about ourselves in this process and evolution of our show and our um, and what and who where VA is. Um, I think like Amber said, with kind of like growing thicker skin and us starting where we were and the rejection of no's and well, why don't they want to be our friend or why don't they want to give us money and things like that. Um, again, like if you're not for everybody and that's okay. And that's something that we have definitely learned through this experience and continue to learn. Um, but I feel funny enough, more confident in myself and sort of what we're doing and where we're headed than I ever have in our last five years together. And, um, I think just being content with yourself is the most important part of it. You know, um, stop with the comparisons you can't be like everybody on social media. And if you think that everybody's your friend, well, one, you're probably not right. And two, that <laughs> you're probably compromising some way on yourself. You know, you, you can't offer everybody a piece of you and have them be happy with the result kind of thing. Oh, I love that answer. That was a great answer. Now, as we move into, since we're just days away from um, the fashion show, what is it that you want people to take away from, you know, once they walk in that door and when they leave, what, what feelings, what, what do you want them to leave with? I think it's a, for me, it's a different answer depending on like which person we're talking about, right? Like, obviously we, we want our sponsors to come in. We want them to have a, an amazing time. We want to show them, you know, what Richmond has to offer as far as like fashion and fun and stuff like that. And obviously we want them to believe in our cause, right? Because that's what keeps people coming back. We want our parents 
to be able to look at their daughters on that stage and be wowed and know that what Taylor and I have <laughs> told them, you know, is, is your fruition. Right. Because like Taylor said, a lot of people will be like, oh, that fashion show thing. And we're like, no, like this is full production. This is as close to like New York Fashion Week as you're going to like get. Like mm-hmm. we, the you know, exactly. I don't want to go into it too much, but you know, like the lighting that we bring in and like the, the sound and the video production and all of these things, like it's really like above and beyond. It's very elevated. And then the other aspect of that is how do we want our girls to feel? And I mean, that's I think probably the most important. Yes. Part. You know, we always want people that are attending to be happy in a way like, wow, that was a great show. But at the end of the day, if they were all miserable, as long as our <laughs> girls were happy and they said, wow, I had a great time. Yes. That was fun. I got the full quote model experience. I got to be, you know, full hair and makeup and glammed up for a night. And I got to do, you know, my thing on the runway, then that's, what's most important to us. And that's, what's most exciting. Like um, Amber said, kind of like that proud mama moment. We watch these girls from the first practice. They kind of look at their feet, you know, they're not too sure about themselves to the moment they hit that runway um, I mean, even re- leading right up to it, they could be backstage, you know, shaking in their <laughs> boots, so to speak. But when they hit the runway, like they transform. And that's what's important to us is that evolution, the transformation of kind of where they started in a very short amount of time um, and to where they have ended with. Um, yeah, it's just kind of what do we say? They kind of like have blossomed in a way, um, <laughs> but it's really cool. And I think if nothing else is important, that's what's important to us about, you know, yeah. people leaving our show and feeling good about what they, what they were able to attend and experience. I love the fact that y'all included everyone. You didn't leave anyone out in the experience that you wanted them to have when they left from the sponsors to the guests, to the parents to the young girls that will be walking the the runway, which is, this is really for them. This is to give back to the community, to um, support the scholarships and to support them as well. So I feel like y'all are doing that. And like you said, this, there, there are so many things that's going on in the background where people are only <laughs> gonna get to see the girls walking out and the lighting, right, but they're not right. gonna see all the things that are happening that went into, went into effect to make this this dream a reality really because it was once a, a seed then it became a dream and now it's a reality yeah yeah absolutely yeah so tell people where they can get tickets um so they can be a part of this amazing event Absolutely. So you can get more information at whererva.com. Um, you'll scroll down and there will be a link to Ticket Leap. So I will give you a little insider tip. If you are shopping on the desktop version, you will have the opportunity to select your seats. Um, so you can pick what's available and gather where you would like to sit. Um, it's also great for coordinating with other people. So if you wanted to buy your ticket and then I was going to grab mine, we can say this is what seat we are in and kind of coordinate that way. Um, otherwise, if you're shopping on mobile, it's just going to give you the best available for that category. Um, VIP is now sold out. So those are our front row seats. Um, we do have second row seats available at a more of a premium price. They start at $60 and then general admission starts at 40. Um, so they are limited in availability. So it, I wouldn't wait too long, especially if you want to sit with your group. I'm afraid we're getting to the point where you have like some single seats and you're not able to sit with uh, your party. But um, yeah, there's more information there. And then you can always catch us on social media. Um, Facebook is where RVA and Instagram is where RVA as well. Um, I would say we're probably a little more up to date on Instagram these days, just with stories <laughs> being a popular thing and reels are always fun. So we try to do um, a lot of engagement that way, but yeah. 
All right, you guys, you heard the tea here. If you want to get those tickets, do not wait. Go ahead and get your tickets before they are sold out. There are a limited amount of tickets left. WhereRVA.com is where you can go to get your tickets. And I just want to thank both of you for just taking the time out of your busy day to come share with my audience and spill some hot tea with us. Well, thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. We appreciate it. All right, you guys, it is time for some key takeaways. I just want to say that I am honored to be a part of something that is bigger than me. I feel like Amber and Taylor are doing something amazing. Not only are they combining community and fashion, but they are inspiring young girls to dream big, to walk in confidence, to understand that beauty is more than what we see in magazines. It's not about fitting into anyone's mold. It's about breaking that mold. It's about stepping into their their power as young girls and embracing everything about them. We are not striving to be perfect. We are striving to be perfectly imperfect. And I feel as if where RVA understand what it means to dream big, to encourage young girls from all over the world to dream big as well. And they're doing this by donating the proceeds to the Network of Enterprising Women Scholarship Fund. So not only is this a great opportunity to see these young girls step into who they are, but a great way to give back as well. So if you do not have your tickets, go get your tickets now. There is a limited supply of tickets. And this show will be this Thursday, April the 28th from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. And you can get your tickets at whererva.com. I hope to see you there supporting and rooting for these young girls and just living life in a way that inspires the next person. There's something about dreaming big that is like a domino effect. Someone see that you do something amazing and it encourages and inspires them to also do something amazing. So I am just... As I said before, I'm honored to be a part of something that is bigger than me. All right, you guys. Now, that is all the tea that I have today. But don't forget to tune in next Tuesday as we spill more delicious hot tea. Until next time, namaste. Namaste.